Hello, 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 listeners. We are here for a very special taping with Miss Mixing with Moni. We just came from, you know, a Bravo influencer event. We can't tell you too much, child, because, you know, we don't want to get sued. But we're here with one of your faves, one of our faves, and our cousin, Miss Moni. How are you today? I am so good. Thank y'all so much for having me. We don't want to get sued. No one has that housewife in But it was very fun. And I love seeing my, my cousins on the screen. I was like, hey, y'all. <laughs> right? We even like we, typed in the chat. We were like, yo, it's Manny, our sis. What's up, y'all? <laughs> so let's just actually get the, you know, little influencer event out of the way. We actually got to see a super-sized version of the Salt Lake City that will be premiering on Wednesday, 11-11. It was a really good show. It's going with a strong start. What did you think about it, Aaron? For a first episode, I mean, that was like the first time in a while that I've seen a first episode that was that good. Yeah, like, like they don't skirt around good. anything. Like, you you guys already read the cast description, so we're not spoiling anything. Mary addresses her mess. Whitney addresses <laughs> her mess. We have, like, a little, you know, <laughs> a little vow, a vow renewal on the first episode, which is so special. You know, Jen Shaw has all of her personality showing. Um, who else? Heather Gay. Oh my God! You know she is Ooh. pretty. <laughs> she's she's a character, <laughs> and <laughs> they were all really nice. Um, you know, during the meet and greet, some more than others, and we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> well, I think it's that we can't talk about the premiere because it hasn't come out yet. But the yeah. event, they were like, "Oh, talk it up," because they, as somebody even put in the chat, they were like correction please talk about the event because we this is the point we need y'all to influence the girls into watching um y'all they're wild they are what did you think about the premiere like oh and also what were you shocked about the most because i didn't think that you know whitney was going to get into her mess the way that she got into her mess and you know she came out swinging she Mm. we got so what's so wild is that so many different times, like the wedding that she and her husband had was like leaked. It was like, that was the, one of the filming events that everyone always saw. And it's interesting that they ended up putting it in the premiere. Yeah. It's very interesting that people see it so early on. Um, it seemed like it was going to be such a major event. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens because there were so many times that production stopped or halted and and, and unrelated this to COVID. Been it was literally it, filming for a while. the longest time. They announced it at BravoCon, which was November, almost like one year to the freaking date. Yeah. And they even have footage from six months prior. <laughs> so it was just like, right. but yet we're seeing things that happened post that announcement in the beginning. <laughs> and they also had to like switch production companies or something too, I heard. So there's a lot of things that I'm curious to see how it all plays out and how they all tie it in together there were some moments in <laughs> production value that we um we de-escalated there were some times that i was like is this a was this a covid shoot with somebody's hand well you didn't camera? know which one was like the green screen regular shoots that they do or mm-hmm. like an in-person you know confessional um, well, yeah, but, but even like work. the scene, there was a scene with Meredith and her mm-hmm. family, and it was the one I referenced at the that I asked her about. Yeah, um, at, at the influencer event, I, that looked like it was filmed on like a phone. Like it felt very um, familiar. Saying, yeah. yeah, just like uh, when Garcelle and Rena. Um, not Garcelle and Rena, Rena and Denise had their conversation in yeah, like Europe. Yeah, when they were sitting at that table, it felt like we were on a like producer's a, a phone as well. Yeah. Right, and I'm like, is this so that they can kind of test out what that looks like? Because I've heard that they're going to be doing that for OC. Uh, that's what they started to do when they went back to filming and 
it was what they were supposed to do with the Vanderpump Rules, but that hasn't come back <laughs> yet. No so um, that's dead. And that's fine. And that's fine. fine. Did y'all see Lala trying to troll people with her own sobriety? I'm like, this girl doesn't know how to be happy. I really need her to get checked. Like, I really do. Listen, I am a clear Lala Kent apologist. She is Are my you quote serious? unquote problematic well, she used babe. to be mine. My she problematic used to be babe. Mine. And it's like, Until I can't. she literally verbally assailed that girl, that poor baby eyed bitch. I mean, that's the. the I love it. Like, it gave heard. me everything but that I needed. I love that line. I want it on a hat. I think it's very good. However, I think that girl needed to sit a season out. I was like, you are hurt. It was like a very Dorinda moment. Yes. It was like, you are going through things. And it was like after her dad passed away and it was like, she was, uh, she wasn't sober then. So she just like unleashed. And I'm just like. Well, she just celebrated her two years of sobriety tonight. Congratulations to Lala. Heineken in clear shot because she really wanted you to ask her about that Heineken. So she could be like, that's not alcoholic, you bitch. And I'm like, girl. (laughs) And Randall was like, it's a non, Randall was like, it's a non-alcoholic beer. So don't worry. It's a she was like, water. She was like, show it. I dare you to ask me. Like, <laughs> girl, nobody would think. I mean, I, there are plenty of dumb Karens out there who would think that she would have a Heineken in her sobriety picture. Like, she's clearly blowing out the candles because she is sober. Why would she? Like, over two years. <laughs> and then there would be people one like night. arguing in the comments. It would be like, you can have one glass of wine a day while pregnant. And I'm just like, okay, girl. That's what Robin did. That made me laugh. Robin is forever the laziest housewife of all time, like, in the best way. She was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I have one. She she gives nothing while giving everything. And I think that that makes her the perfect housewife. So speaking of real housewives of Potomac, that is what we want to get into. Oh my God. It's still fresh in our minds because it happened like less than 24 hours ago. The main points were Wendy versus karen okay so basically giselle went to karen and told karen what wendy was saying and how she was saying that is so wild so freaking messy just talking Almost about like i can't hate her because she's really producing the show yeah no she's definitely one of those people that have to be on the show she makes good tv like thank you you know this is a this is this is a hot take but i think she does what rena is always trying to do but she does it so much more effortlessly and it, it's enjoyable. It's genuinely just messy, shady. Because Rena will just come out of nowhere with people doing coke in your bathroom. You know, she's just out of, <laughs> out of nowhere. It's like out of left. Like unwarranted. Spaghetti is delicious. So when people were leaving, were they doing the hard drugs? <laughs> it's like, um, we're not there. But see, Rena- Giselle finds a way, bring it up, and then goes, mm. yeah, you know, you need to be, instead of worried about her, you need to be worried about Karen calling you a... The freelance floozy or something like that and it was like nobody was talking about that she's so good <laughs> and i think that well Karen, i mean yeah aaron tweeted about karen and you know the conversation that she had with wendy and he said he brought up a really good point like karen doesn't think that wendy yeah i don't think karen thinks that wendy is ignorant i just feel like she wants wendy to get out of her way wendy came on so strong like it's almost as if she inserted herself into the season. I believe in Karen's eyes. I definitely like understand where people get tired of the I have four degrees because I definitely get tired of it too. <laughs> it's hard to get a degree. Oops, it's hard I to had get the wrong person on here. A P, it's hard to get a PhD. I talk about so I would me working on my master's every five minutes. <laughs> it's I definitely to like flaunt it, but like it's just the way that she throws it out there. It's as if she's like looking down on people, and it's like there's different ways to get to success. Mm-hmm. You should be proud of what you did because even getting an associate's degree isn't the easiest thing, especially as a black I mean, woman. School, you yeah, you have to do these days. All right, let me tell you something. I work with the children, the elementary school students. I don't know how they're doing that, they're doing 20 times the amount of especially online now because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It's like ridiculous, insane. Yeah, I think that with Wendy, it's I feel like I get it. I think that she keeps bringing it up because it comes from an insecure place, and I don't think she's Mm -hmm. really shy about that. I think that she's very. Of course, she's insecure. It's, there's a lot of familial pressure on her 
to be a certain thing that comes culturally that she has explained. But I think also to constantly prove that she's worthy of even her husband because his entire family basically abandoned him over her. So I think that she's putting a lot of pressure on herself to be this, this ultimate Nigerian wife. Uh, yeah. Everything, the complete and total package, the multi-degree. Because to be honest, I understand why she might. She wants to make sure that her very Nigerian husband is very happy with his Nigerian wife and happy Nigerian home. That's all he has. That's all he has left. Not to mention, I do know some Nigerian people and especially males, their choice in wife. There's a lot that goes into that. And, you know, it's not always about what makes the mother happy as we see. And it's usually about what they think, you know, best instill upon their children. And sometimes they abandon it all together. And they go a completely different route. So for her, I think she's just trying to make sure her in-laws aren't ever in a position where they can be like, see, that one. You know what I mean? And then he's never able to throw it. And not that he would, but like that he would ever like feel like he made a mistake, that her kids have something to look up to, that her kids have something to aspire to be with if they mm-hmm. choose to be with a woman, like things mm-hmm. like that. I think that there's a lot of pressure that she puts on herself. And I think Karen was right in saying, you sound very ignorant right now because she was making it seem like this was a one-sided issue because she had just came into the situation. She didn't know what was going on. She came in and started blindly de- defending Candace. And it wasn't that she was wrong. She just didn't have enough facts. Like she wasn't, she wasn't there from the beginning of the conversation. So I think Karen was like, you're acting like this is like a black and white thing and it's not. And you sound ignorant as if you can't see the complexity here. The problem is Karen also threw in for someone who has four degrees or who's so educated, <laughs> you are ignorant. And literally, Wendy, all she heard was ignorant. Who's ignorant? With my, who, hello? With my Dissertation. Do you know that? how to study? But see, you know what's funny is where Karen fucked up is that she also finds Wendy as a threat. As right as she is, she finds her a threat because for her to combat Wendy with saying things like, my husband is the doctor of business who first of all girl the black bill gates there is first of all there is a such thing you can be that you can get a phd or a doctorate or free uncle ben or something like that (laughs) you can get something like that in business he don't have it second of all how he an expert at business but he you paid the monies I just want to know how. Then, are you a, 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 an assistant doctor? Like, are you a, <laughs> not are you the doctors? Doctor. Are you the PA of business? Like, it, it's it, there. The way she combats her, it's never just the place of like I don't consider. She likes to tell us that she doesn't even think about Wendy, but I see but that she, there's obviously definitely some gets thought. under her skin because it's yeah. like not only is she the new girl, but this is like a woman that's like younger than me telling me about myself coming from a different background as I did Mm -hmm. (laughs) like a lot of things you know and I think that as much as I do love Miss Karen I think that she's a little bit threatened by that and I can understand it but at the same time it's like girl Karen there is no other Karen but you gotta really hold into that you can't let these girls phase you not these young chippies especially one that just came in Right. Yeah. We don't even know if she'll be back next season. Yeah. So it's just I mean, like, I'm, don't I'm not even 100% sure she will. I think though, when he definitely was trying to leverage uh, Fox and CNN and all of them, like, <laughs> hello, you yeah. need to have your books full time she, now. She's a power player in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like, is she? I, I feel like don't she think so. is. I, and, and I don't think so. Don't. I'll and be honest. You don't. <laughs> I really don't think so. And I'll tell you guys straight up. But I do think that she has the potential to be one if she turns it around, like if she stops putting so much focus on her four degrees. Because she start, has a good storyline. Yeah. Like she has a lot. But it is going to be very play out right now. That's the only thing. There's no way that Wendy's storyline, which is fantastic. And her family, mm-hmm. the dynamic with her husband is it's heartbreaking. Like, I really want to know so much more about that. But we have invested so much time into Michael being trash. We cannot escape. Like We must focus <laughs> on the issues. And the issues are we love Eddie. He's beautiful. And we can all just like sum up and agree his family is trash for abandoning him and he deserves his family back. Okay. But Ashley, like that's, that's pretty much what we have. Like we're very one track minded here. <laughs> like Jamal and Giselle train wreck. 
Karen's husband, why don't, why you don't love her? Like there's too many strong storylines here to that we're invested in that overpower. So she's trying to involve herself in the drama. She kind of has to get the spotlight. And you know, I, I I find myself becoming a Wendy apologist because I like her. I just feel like people, I think she comes in strong. I'm like, honey, this isn't Beverly Hills. This is Potomac. You, Giselle would chew you up and spit you out if you sat there and just observed. If you were like, I just, I don't think I, I'm observing. Giselle, then why are you here? Like she would straight up ask you that. And I feel very strongly that the rest of the women would be like, she don't have nothing to say here. And who are you? Where did you come from? So it's not like Garcelle, for instance, when she missed a couple of events on Beverly Hills, which is a slow burn. It's a much slower franchise. We're going at a glacial pace over there. The fans were very much so like, we wish she got mixier. We wish she was more involved. We wish she would say something. It's a totally different situation. She would, they were, she was like, she was trying to observe, but that's also because she knew she was being a token. Like she was like, I need to see where I'm going to bring out myself and when, and that makes sense for there. Even Leah, the first two episodes, people had high expectations on New York because Dorinda said to all of BravoCon, she's a gangster. She, you, you will love her. She's so hype. And it was like the first episode, she was like, oh, wait, hold up. Ramona comes out swinging, like immediately. Dorinda, the first episode was like, Tinsley's never getting married. You're a, a turkey-based bitch. And I was like, oh my. And Leah was like, holy shit, I don't need, I don't have have enough to drink for this when he came on strong but that's because have you seen that cast it's in they're insane but they're insane you got cheating husbands and grabbing booties and fake pastors with embezzlements and whatnot like there's a lot going on there embezzle Embezzle. (laughs) oh my god robin's hat line yo that was the funniest thing i've ever (laughs) let me tell you something embezzle Stop hitting myself because that's my favorite clip of uh, my friends are tired of me. Shut I got China. consistently send that to them for no reason. With it without <laughs> it, we, we, we didn't stop seeing it. And when the they said it, even sweeter. It was that scene. Her <laughs> Embezzle, bitch. That whole scene. She's like, I don't even know what that means, but don't accuse me of it. (laughs) Embezzle. And it was so funny is that she said that about Robin. That's your friend. That's your whole friend. And she said you embezzle. You're running from the IRS and you embezzle. I know the IRS was like, hmm? (laughs) (laughs) Can we talk about how Wendy slithers out of the room? All I heard was like the theme song to Grinch, like playing, like you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. And it was so funny because the only thing she could do was laugh and just be like, all right, you guys, get out. Because you're not going to keep coming at Karen. So, yeah. (laughs) See, that's that's also my whole point is like Wendy kind of has to be more on one because Karen yes. would take that whole situation and basically meme the fuck out of it live. Like at the tea yeah. party going, and she was just walking me. down like this. And it's like, <laughs> what was, because there's see, my thing is if Wendy was more demure, people would say she was a pushover. They'd be like, girl, you know, it'd be like, okay, Miss Karen is eating these hoes alive. She's eating them. And I'm not saying Wendy's a worthy opponent of a Karen and Karen's not eating her alive. I'm just saying nobody likes to watch the bait get eaten. I like a little bit of a, you know, I think that I would wish that Wendy would kind of like separate herself from, like, I understand that she's Candace's friend. Candace brought her in there. They're both the two people who are, I think they're Howard alums. I want her to like separate separate herself from Candace. Yes. And that's what it's not appearing. And that's kind of my problem. I think she thinks that she has to connect with someone because they always say, if you don't, you will not be able to film. Because Andy has said it many times, if the women won't film with you, then they cannot have you back. And I think Mm -hmm. she thinks she's aligning with the person whom I think she thinks will remain. And I I get the strategy because usually if you pull bitches by their weaves and punch them in the face, you probably will not be asked back. So the person who's the victim might be asked back so that they don't get wrongly fired, wrongful terms. They might be, but I, I feel like Monique kind of has a chance because... When I don't Candace think Monique's coming went, back at all. I don't Candace think they're going to ask When Candace went to the police, Bravo did not <laughs> like that shit. Oh, they didn't like, like it at all, they but then Monique like it did it back, really and they really hated that. 
because that makes that basically ties them up. They want to handle it in in yes. house and like they did it, and that's yes. why the DA dropped it because there is no freaking case. Like speaking of Candace, there is no case. Candace has like this habit of saying things are very like hood brat, and I'm like, okay, this is an educated woman. She's it's a busy so queen. It's so ironic because. Almost. Yeah, because it's just, like, I thought about it, and I'm like, okay, if she had a clean record, like, pretty much, like, Karen, we don't really see her in anything hood rushish, but Candace married a man, <laughs> Candace married a man that literally has three kids by two baby mamas, that's number one. Number two, she was, like, in a verbal argument with her mother and she got slapped in the face with the purse. <laughs> purse. That was that wasn't like, and you know, lady. The makeup stayed on that purse until the reunion. That should yeah. tell you something. And you didn't wipe on, it down with a light saw white? On top of that, like she took a <laughs> butter knife out and this wasn't before Ashley refused to leave her house because I wouldn't yeah. fault her if, you know, it was before Ashley refused to leave her house, but she took out a butter knife and threw it. So it's like mm-hmm. you are always calling things hood radish. And then, like, especially when she got, like, congrats on the record deal, girl. But when she got that record deal, she was like, oh, yeah, this is for the hood. Yeah, whatever. And it's just like, didn't you just is call Monika really? a hood rat? It's so like, funny it's, to are me. Are you trying to, like, just go with whatever is going on? Because, like, you're not the perfect, like, you know, little goody two-shoes. It's so Your crazy family to me isn't. Because being from where, first of all, her mama is the ultimate. Like, I don't want to say hood rat, but her mama is straight up, like, gangster. She beat up her own daughter with a purse. Like, with a purse in public, honey. Like, this was not... It had no problem words. showing it to Andy. Like, and oh, I was proud of it. That. Very proud. That's wild. Um, little ratch. But it's so funny because I know girls like Candace. I know exactly where she lives. Not where she very, lives. I know where she lives. It's wow. very paralleled to the girls that I know who are from that area who act very similarly. Who are very oh. fake, like faux pretentious, very ghetto princess, very much so like where you live. Bougetto. Honey, it's not any kind of upscalian. It is very yeah, much so just expensive. And where she is is actually, it's very funny because where she lives in the National Harbor, which is what they always show, those townhouses, everyone who's from there laughed at the idea of being of paying three quarters of a million dollars for those townhouses because where she is is in the hood. It has been the hood for 30 years, maybe more. Literally it is was, it getting gentrified now? Is that oh why? it's been that way, but it's is like not why? but it's it's not white gentrified. So yep. basically one mm-hmm. thing I do love about the county that she's in, Prince George's County, which is where I am originally from. How far is it from life, Potomac? It's far. It's about 30, 30, 45 minutes. Um, she's in PG County, which is a choice. Usually for black people, you choose there or Montgomery County, which is where Potomac is. None of us live in Potomac, though. That's why you never see any of them there. Um, Don't do that. That's that's not our calling. Um, But (laughs) because it doesn't really have to be. There's a lot of rich neighborhoods. Potomac is not the best one. So where Candace lives is, like, one thing I do love about that county is that they definitely reinvested in Black business, in Black people. They are not trying to bring outsiders in, per se. They do get a lot of That's gentrified in the best way. It's not, like, white invasion. So, like, they brought in, like, the Gaylord and, like, uh, MGM Casino. Like, they brought in all those big names, but they gave the money back to us, and and a lot of us do live there. And it's definitely touristy. A lot of people from other places come into, like, Tanger outlets. So, there are a lot of things like that. But where Candace lives, it was definitely the hood. The problem was the developers were like this is too close to dc this is too close to virginia this is on the potomac river we got to do something with this space because it's on the water it really is on the potomac so it's beautiful and that's but we all laughed at the idea of spending three quarters of a million dollars to live in the hood that's laughable she was gonna get a good job on her investment Yes, and she's from there. That's what I'm saying. It's so wild to me because she acts like a lot of the girls who I grew up with who are from around there who are very much like, girl, do you know where you at? At three <laughs> o'clock in the morning, you will hear things that you do not feel safe around, you but they will act like on Sunday morning when they go to church with their LV never folds and their carry-alls and all that stuff, they'll act like there's this air to them. Like Candace is 
not proprietary. She is not original. I know plenty of Candace. My old best friend is a Candace. Like, if I'm gonna pull out my origami tissues the way you're doing. See, that's (laughs) weird. (laughs) She's just got a tissue line. I'm saying she has so many sponsorship issues. It's the tissue, it's the the glue that I'm waiting on. She was pulling Absolutely. and it did not you move. You can't fake that. So it's that's like really good using. glue. Yeah. I, that's all I could think about. I was like, it's like who is stylist? Who did mm-hmm. her hair? That's a good bundle. Like, mm-hmm. why is she keeping it? A, is she in the lab cooking it up, honey? Like, because you know, Has you to be. be having a, cus- a customer or two. But yeah, so. Candace is just, it's so funny because she wants to ride that line of like when she wants to be a hood and when she doesn't. When it's cool for right. her, it's cool for exactly. her. But then all of a sudden she gets scary and she's like, oh no, we don't do that. I said, so who drew the no, line? He... Where is the line? <laughs> it's just like very like, whenever she wants it to be ghetto it's ghetto when it's convenient when it's convenient for her and it's like you your track record isn't the best sweetie but when we actually take you to the streets and decide to whoop your ass you're like <gasps> me oh my god <laughs> and then everyone is like oh no everyone on that show has a terrible mouth no one is like spits as much vitriol as Candace, I know Ashley comes Candace in mad because she can't fight. I, Ashley I, I, I maintain that. I, I, I only stand behind you. You know what I mean? It only looks ridiculous, and it only looks like Monique <laughs> really beat that ass because Candace can't fight. The moment she could stand up for herself, people would be like, "Hmm, I bet you would be even more split. There would not be a clear side. Everyone would be like, I mean, you know I mean, it only feels that because it was very one sided. Monique beat that ass. It very, it very much so did occur. But it's like no one spits as as hate them as much hateful words as Candace. Like Ashley, she'll to be her petty. Own she'll be messy. She'll be terrible. But when you come to the point where you're calling someone a bed wench and you're also married to a white man while they're giving mm-hmm. birth, you're telling your husband he's a he's a bum ass like a dad, a terrible dad, and then cursing people out on Twitter for like mentioning it. So yeah, no one does that. Ever seen? Yeah, it was embarrassing. You are a like a carbon copy of your dad, and like, and all because he wanted to like carry her purse or something. I was like, is she well? No, she's. I think he called her spoiled, and she went off. Oh yes, she called. She said, "Everyone knows that is my trigger." trigger. I'm like, so you went for his fatherhood. It's like, like how's it That's not a lie. Like you are spoiled. You literally told us on episode one you have a dress fund. I'm confused. Yeah, it's and like your parents pay your rent. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like yeah, my mom pays for everything. She's gonna take me on a shopping. And that's why I like your head goes very spoiled. And he's she's like, well, you know what? You're a shit dad. But also, you could have went up before that. Instant, like no one does it like her. It's like Candace, it's Ashley, then it's Giselle, and then you know the rest. But speaking of Ashley, I am so proud of her growth because she is being messy this season a little bit. You know, we see the little bit of the old Ashley. I love that. We also see the growth in Ashley. Her Mm -hmm. number one, I think off the bat this season, I saw a different Ashley when she came on like the first or second episode Mm -hmm. and she had a bonnet on. And I was like, (laughs) okay, Ashley. Also, her hair has definitely developed Mm -hmm. this year. It's it's beautiful. It's like I'm like, oh, oh, okay. Wait a minute. Those confessional not to mention, I have curly hair. I don't know how mm-hmm. she finds the time, even to with a baby. I'm like, girl, what? <laughs> I can't. Like, I literally, my hair has been in the exact. I'm on the entire Bravo with this. I'm like, I'm not redoing it. Listen, it's okay. You try to reactivate these curls after day three. It's not happening. It's and not. Ashley keep like steaming them, blow drying them, blowing them out. What is she doing? I'm like, what kind of damn refresher does she have? Yes. What is your steamer? Let me see your dryer attachment. <laughs> A spray bottle every five seconds. Literally. What you use? Diva. Diva Curl. Gotta be. Those Diva Curl curls. Those are not no Carol's daughter. Okay. Not okay. Don't sue me, Carol. This don't work on me. (laughs) You just lost your sponsorship. It's okay. I was I would never I would not tell the girls. Oh (laughs) Oh, no. Because I'd be like, no, girl, you got to add too many things in that. You generation. heard it here. If you know, you know. And that's Bravo Wild Black, child. So <laughs> Ashley's growth is like amazing to see because not only did she basically fess up and was like, yo, this is what's the deal with yeah. my marriage. 
she also talks about postpartum depression and how so many women go through it. And she is doing marriage counseling. She's doing all these things like on camera. Like, yeah, she might not be so transparent about, you know, what Michael Darby really did that day when Gossip in the City posted that photo. Mm -hmm. But the rest of it, it's like, I don't think a lot of people would have handled it the way that she handled it. They would have handled it way more like on the low, under the table kind of shit. And also when she hit him with that post-nup agreement, I was like, okay, like that. But you saw that she's, she's put the pause on it. Yeah. She said that um, watch what happens live. Yeah. She put a pause on it. And I guess. Which I kind of get because post-nup is great. Two babies is better. Not saying that's her, that's like her plan. I don't want to say. Well, that's my plan. So it's my plan for her. It's what I believe the plan should be. However, I don't think that she, you know, got pregnant for that purpose. I think she like got pregnant and was like, oh, okay, well, I always wanted to have more kids. Yeah. I want him to have the same father. And I just, I, I she wasn't dare finished him. Yet. Like, I think she's like, I just, I dare him to try me now. Hmm. And I get it. I think she's like, she's making do, because she's like, I always wanted this family. I finally got this family. We saw her. And then she's also family. saying like, you know, I had my fun. I'm like, I was a different kind of person, you know, before mm-hmm. I had Dean, because we have to remember that Ashley was fairly young when she, joined the show and then before that she was even younger and we already see how well Ashley is on the show so in real life it's like you know Ashley has her fun and you know the growth is just great to see I'm glad that she's bringing these issues to the forefront and you know you just go Ashley did you see can we talk about Katie's twin Katie's twin (laughs) no that was funny I love that the girl was like who is Katie Ross like Yes, girl. We don't know. A moment of silence for Katie Ross. Yeah. I mean, we need a few moments of silence, solitude, peace, something. Because Katie is... Mm, mm, that's a lot going on there. But and she was a fun housewife for while she could join us. While she joined us. And could come and be with us here in Planet. Um, she was Earth. actually in the in the news lately for um, some tea. <laughs> <laughs> some some See? blog put out that What's she no listen uh-huh. not the picture oh god not the picture but <laughs> there was like a blog that put out that she hooked up with another housewife of Potomac and you know she won't say who. But I'm pretty sure Ashley, it was Ashley, Ashley because they're friends. Nobody else. I'm telling you. It's <laughs> literally. It's else. like, let's yeah. just like, narrow it down. As much as I love Potomac, like the Potomac ladies, we know, like, especially as black people, we know these women. Like, we know we went to church with these women. We know these women. Like, they're not, they're. We recognize ourselves and our elders, right. like, in them. So we know the, the aunties aren't having Karen is not that girl. Karen's not doing it. <laughs> Giselle's not doing it. Robin's not even doing it. It's not that. the first lady of the church. Mm-mm, no, mm-mm, my word. Mm-mm. <laughs> Jamal would love it though. But anyways, um, so Jamal would like a harem. <laughs> the whole assortment. So we are, you know, balls deep now in our southern charm, Nola. <laughs> Rewind. I hate when she says that shit. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're balls, balls deep, deep in. If we're balls deep, we're balls deep, damn it. And you know what? This is our podcast. We drank a whole bottle of wine and it's coming out tonight. So <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love that. You are balls deep in our Southern Charm Nola rewatch. Um, we are actually, you guys don't know, we don't know when we're putting this out, honestly. We might put it out because tomorrow's election day yeah. and like, you know, ease some of yeah. your stress. But I'm recording on election day too. And I'm pretending <sighs> as if it's not. Yeah, like just distract yourselves, back. guys. Also because it gives you all like seven days to like, you know what I mean? Like when you the put rest. it out before, it gives you seven days to kind of distance until the next time versus exactly. you don't put it out on election day. And then you're like thinking about every day, like, oh shit, I haven't done it yet. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to put it out tomorrow, probably guys. So um, what we decided to do also is that, you know, some of you guys have been with us. Some, of, A lot of y'all actually went ahead of us and finished the two seasons. But anyways, yeah, people have been messaging me saying like, oh, I'm finished with it. It was so good. I'm um, so glad you really put it. Can you guys keep sense. up? With- <laughs> Can you guys like wait for us to watch no, it the second time? Okay. I'm not going to lie. Even okay. I was like, they want me to do once a week. That ain't going to happen. <laughs> Says um, we who started on season two. 
Anyways, Aaron, so we are going to watch another episode tomorrow, especially for election day, to get some of our friends who are also watching, like, get the election stress and CNN off of your minds. So we will be watching episode five, I think it is, no, four tomorrow, and then episode five on Wednesday. So you guys, please join us with that and, you know, skip ahead about, like, a minute or so because we have a spoiler alert if you're still on season one. Mm Mm-hmm. Congratulations to Jeff Charleston, who just got married to Maddie, his girlfriend that he met not too long after shooting. Or did he meet her on the show? He met her her on the show. Right after the show. And, you know, they got, they developed their relationship and he got into a terrible motorcycle accident where he was like touring the country or something. Got into an accident. He's actually wheelchair bound right now. And she's stuck by his side through it all. And recently in New Orleans, there was Hurricane Zeta. So we hope you guys, if you're listening from there, everyone is safe and your power is back on. They were supposed to get married, but they could not get married the way they wanted to because of the hurricane. But they got love and that's all they need. And, you know, we are sending our good graces to Jeff and Maddie. And we are also hoping for another season. So we're going to push another season as many times as we can. Yeah, congratulations to Jeff. I mean, I don't know. Everybody was posting it, so I know it's a spoiler alert, but also, girl, I mean, the internet. (laughs) So (laughs) the rest of the world already knew Southern Charm was the bomb. I mean, obviously, it's a rewatch for y'all. But for some people, I am glad that you're exposing them because they're like, oh, this is our first time. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I mean, that's your fault. But also, (laughs) I'm so glad that you have found patient content creators to walk you through this journey because it is some of the best television and season one. And I hate to say it like this, but as someone who watched season one, I loved it. And then when I saw season two, season one is trash. It's literally nothing. Yeah, it was so this. slow compared to season two because it's like, people are like right out the gate this in is season so great. two. And I'm like, girl, just it's slow. Like, like, wait wait until, yeah. Okay. So speaking of Southern charm, we are back covering the OG Southern Charm. Don't really have much to say about it. You know, we're just watching it to see Catherine get dragged. Yeah. Hopefully, Craig will get dragged. But Catherine came out the gate being messy as hell, like doing a disgrace by showing Thomas Ravenel on the screen. Monty, did you watch that shit? Of course, I did not. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> so, so I knew was that they told me what was going to happen. And I said, I don't, <laughs> I don't need that. The that's, not, that's not what the Lord has planned for me. Amen. That's and not what he wanted in my life. And I feel like I missed absolutely nothing. You didn't. You didn't nothing happens in the first episode anyway. So I can at least binge. Like, I'll just wait until like, it's like episode four. And I'll binge all four. And then get to the to the real stuff. In the first episode, Catherine comes out the gate. For some reason, Thomas Ravenel is there. Even though, you know, he had to pay up a fee for sexual assault. For a couple women, actually. He said that he would never film again. He called Patricia Outshul a whore. Called every woman on the show basically out of their name. And he called this woman who he had children with a lot of things. And it's insane. But also Catherine brings to the table what Cameron Eubanks quit about. She says that she heard that Cameron's husband, Jason, was cheating on her. And it was just such a rumor that was so far-fetched that Craig was like, why would you even say that? Because I think we all know that that's not true. And it just confirms a rumor that we heard before, you know, Southern Charm had to tape. (laughs) They had to start taping over so many times that it's, like, ridiculous. I think they started filming It almost makes no sense why they brought it back. It makes it zero doesn't. sense to me. If you have to work this hard to make a season happen, scrap it. And then on top of that, they have no one else to quit. They give no one else this kind of leeway. No other show gets this kind of grace. Like, mm-hmm. it feels like this show and Summer House, they work so hard to make happen. And that's not saying that I don't like Summer House. I don't know if I could watch it live. I like it bingeable. But it just seems like they put every penny into making sure, no matter how much it costs, they had to redo. <laughs> Summer Charm, no. I mean, uh, Charleston restarted before COVID. They scrapped it and were like, yeah, they did. Don't got anything. Like three to four times. You had a clean break. Let it go. Just don't (laughs) bring it back. Let the horse die. 
Well, let, literally let the mouse go. It yes. makes zero sense. <laughs> They're to me. like, no, I and, think somebody want to see this. I and think to bring back Thomas, when they made like such a fuss about like him no longer being a part of the show literally. because of the like, allegations and who he is, and I'm like, and then to take episodes down during the entire summer because of Black Lives Matter and everything like that. So you know you're sitting on not a gym like you know you're sitting on trash and you're simply just trying to de- like, just keep pouring glitter on the trash <laughs> and then on it. the the ratings reflected because it had even worse ratings than last season last season had Ooh. even worse ratings than the season before because honestly Ooh. thomas is a terrible human being but he's kind of like the jacks of the show so some people kind of just didn't want to watch it with thomas and then after last season it was so boring that they're like we're definitely not gonna watch it this season so yeah, that's what exactly. happened on that, you know, the new girl yeah. seems like she's going to at least, I don't think that she's going to quote unquote snatch them up, but I think that she's definitely going to check them on their privilege. And it's just me having a hard time realizing that Craig is no longer the the hottest one on the show. Shep is now the hottest one on the show. Shep is actually voting Democrat. He's also recognizing his flaws. Like He's an entitled, spoiled. Craig is not recognizing his anything at all. all. He's going live with Tommy Loren, but anyways, child. um, Who? (laughs) Oh, Tammy Lala. Yeah. Tammy Lasagna is Wale likes to call her. (laughs) That's like in Girlfriends when Tony calls Jabari literally any other name. Yes. Um, Jabangle. Jabari. Jamboree is my favorite word. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, but Cam is not back. Chelsea, I think she quit. Ooh, so it's just fine. like, why are we? Yeah, Chelsea was fine. But Cam, what's funny is like... that separately, none of them are that anchoring like on the show. Where you're like, oh, Chelsea's gone, I'm out. Like, if anything, it's actually Catherine and Thomas that if they ever like fully left, people would have a hard time. To and watch. that's why they're having a hard time right. watching now because but Thomas is basically the gone. three of them leaving together feels Powerful. kind of like that's a lot. That, that and it's like, like again on top of that, like not only do you have to keep filming the show over and over again, but then three people are exiting. So how about if that wasn't a big enough sign, <laughs> like? What's going Again, on? Again, you had a clean break with COVID. So, I mean, same <laughs> with OC. You had a clean break. They had to stop filming. Then they had to start. Then they stopped again. Like, apparently, this is a sign. Let's listen. But OC was a dying <laughs> franchise before Scream Face started. Again, Bullshit. that's the whole point is that like, when the pandemic hit, stop. everyone had a clean break. Like, yeah. and you had a good insurance reason. company say it's not my fault and then leave. Like, make clean break. Yeah. But now just hold on to the trash. <laughs> well, Monty, we are so happy to literally have you here with us. If you yes. haven't checked out Monty's last podcast, well, not her last one, but we were on there with her mm-hmm. recently. Please go download that. Please give her a rating. Smash that like button. Do whatever you gotta do please, to get please. Monty and your life. And we are going to have a little question and answer with Monty called getting in the mix with Monty. Do you like that one? I do like that. Okay. (laughs) All right, puns. Okay, titles. Yes. (laughs) Okay, so what drink will you be mixing to calm your election day woes? I'll be having tequila and I'll be mixing it with ice. (laughs) Very straight to the point just mm-hmm. like mommy and her literally that's what i did for um debate one and two and three and guess <laughs> what by the end i was laughing so i'm gonna keep drinking <laughs> funny. i'm gonna keep drinking till it's funny i'll be doing the same thing with hennessy yes <laughs> I think that I'm just going to continue drinking the strawberry one. Like, just get a- <laughs> I love that. Just because but it tastes know. like juice. Like, it just tastes like a juice. So I'm going to drink it the whole day. No, and I'm by the end of the day, Denise goodbye. Richards. Hell yeah. I will probably start My around 6 p.m. Yeah, and I will be at 6 p.m. and just pour it into a glass with some ice and just go ahead. <laughs> okay, now this one is called Real Housewives Mix-Up. These names, you know, I just try to incorporate. It's her. I want to point this out too. It's her with the names tonight because she's killing it. Because I'm corny as fuck. So, <laughs> okay, the first part it. of the question is: What are your three top housewives? Ooh, top three, like of all time, or of, of right now? Of right now, who are like employed? 
Mm. Yeah, in different okay. franchises. It has to be one of each. Yeah, in okay. Different franchises. I could do that. Um, so I am very here for Sonia. I have such a soft spot for her. Like, no matter what, I love a Sonia. Um, she always has a moment. I <laughs> she really is the moment. Like, she really is. Like, she shows up and it's just so much fun. I want to, I want to hang out with her. I <laughs> want to like, watch from afar. Um, Garcelle, I think, can really make it happen for me. I think I follow her so much in my life that I love her. Like she did literally. She's me to know fancy. Yeah. yeah, she's amazing. She's so aspirational. It's not even just because of the money. Like the life she lives is so Hollywood. It's so mm-hmm. grand. Like black Hollywood that. too, though. Yes. Like this like is what it means. She's to casually be. friends with Will Smith's uh, yes. ex-wife, and then she's like, "Oh yeah," and I went on a date with Will. I'm sorry, what? And literally, like back. Jamie Foxx. Like she got Jamie Foxx with yes. me. He wishes that they dated. And he's like, yeah, we should have made that happen. I was so jealous of your boyfriends. And I'm just like, oh my God. And then, you know, you know, when Netflix keeps putting out all these like, you know, older black sitcoms and Garcelle Mm -hmm. is just in everyone. Like, hey girl. (laughs) So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really here for Garcelle. I love her. And then, um, it's going to have to go Atlanta and I'm just going to have to go Portia because she's the Mm -hmm. only one current that would be my favorite right now. Okay. So now we're going to mix that shit up. Send all your top three. So Sonia, Garcelle and Portia, send them to Mm -hmm. other franchises. Okay. That's not hard. I would send Portia to Potomac. That would be amazing. Oh my God. Yes. I would send Sonia to OC because I think that she would be like, what is going on? Y'all are dry. And she would say (laughs) everything that I would be thinking. I think she would liven them up. And she, they need that. Um, and then, um, who did I have? Garcelle. I would send Garcelle to New York because I think she's class enough to handle it. But I also think she could give, like, if it couldn't be Ebony, I would do, I would put Garcelle there. Ooh, that's a good mix. That I really like mix. that. Thank you. Call me Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Listen, so, y'all need storylines. Moni, we so, love your name. Yeah. Thank and you. And we just want to know. How did you come up with your podcast cast name, uh, Mixing with Mommy? Mixing. Um, I what well, I woke up. And, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> seriously, one day I woke up and I went to the bathroom and washed my face and I was like, I think I should just start a podcast. I think that I really should. Like I had just <laughs> done one. I just guested on Real Moms of Bravo early on when they were like, and maybe they had like three or four hundred followers, and I was like, I really like this. I think I should do it. And he like, you should do it. And I thought about it. I slept on it. And I woke up and said, if I'm ever going to do it, I'm going to do it now. I had talked about it for a long time for a lot of different, I had a lot of different thought processes about it. Mm-hmm. It really came from, like I've said, I've told this story before, the Randall and 50 Cent, the whole Fofty Gate thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, these are two of my worlds and neither side was reporting it correctly. Like sh- the shade room kept being like a business associate. You, like you don't, Cent. you guys don't understand. Girls, I'm like, y'all, Vapa is a hoe on the show. And she was talking about <laughs> her hold'em and how it got her arranged. You need to know what's going on. And then exactly. he was like, somehow, Lala's in a few of 50 Cent. And I'm like, no, not somehow. He works <laughs> on the show he's the producer his name is in the credits dating randall this is a big deal power is the best show ever what are you talking about like so important so i felt like i was you know i was like these things need to i always feel like i'm caught in between two worlds of pop culture and i was very much so like I wish I could find a way to kind of merge both worlds. So they'd be like, oh, in case you don't know this. And it, it, the great thing is that when I started, I had the opportunity to do that. When um, Hot Girl Summer came out, it felt very much like nobody knew where that came from on one side. And y'all mm. know which one that is. And they were like, we don't know where this came from. I think it was from Miley Cyrus twerking. I said, which y'all not no. Absolutely. Well, the not, that's young. And I felt like, this was what I'm talking about. These are the moments that I live for where I could finally like open up and be like, this is, these are the, where these the intersections, these are the intersections of pop culture that we need to be more involved in. And one day I was just like, what would I call it? I put my name in it or something. And I just said, mixing with mine. And I was like, you, oh, that's the nice. alliteration is like really I'm nice. an English major. I was an English, I'm an oh, English major in college. Oh, and so God. in college, when I came up with it, I was like, oh yeah, I love a good pun. I love a good word, a word moment. <laughs> that's what we're having right now every time i yes. hear the name imani i just think back to like kindergarten and what they taught us like the whitewash version 
of um, Kwanzaa, and they're like, Imani means peace. And I'm like, <laughs> I used to love watching the proud, the proud family because um, it was like day seven on the proud family when she celebrated Kwanzaa with that homeless family that they like that kept vanishing <laughs> in the thin air. Literally, um, they literally, he was like, Imani. And I was like, that's me. <laughs> I'm on TV. I'm famous. <laughs> It's like me and every other Imani in the world. <laughs> Man, I'm I'm jealous because I never find my name on anything. Like I never get Aww. named after any. The only you know, Kaya so I wild. know is literally um, my next my back Kaya, <laughs> and it's like we're two no. totally different people. And she's people. not a good Kaya. That's a bad Kaya. Like, that's, she's, she's a wild so, woman. And thank no. God we're in the Bravo world, so no one really knows. <laughs> Kaya, Kaya. My mom was going to name me Makaya. Ooh. It was going to be either Micaiah, but then a, a friend of ours had that name for a child already. So we were like, never mind. That's too close. <laughs> um, it was going to be that, or it was going to be Zora. And I was like, how y'all get Imani? It was in a book of names from Africa. I'm like, okay. It's beautiful. Yeah, my other how name was going to be Rochelle. And I'm like, I'm glad you went with, you know, my name. Kai is a, a wonderful name. Thank you. I like to talk about myself a lot. Um, so <laughs> we have some <laughs> holiday questions since it's the holiday season and uh, it's the most yes. wonderful time of the year. Most and wonderful. My, my birthday is two days before Christmas. So, you know, I celebrate oh, holiday. Heart. Right. <laughs> oh, my family knows two separate holidays, two separate presents, Playboy. But okay, um, <laughs> that is a rough one. Yeah, no, because I'm spoiled. I'm, I'm like Candace. I'm going to curse you out like that. I'm going to talk about your daddy if you get me one present. The whole week. <laughs> Okay, so how was your Halloween? Because I personally just spent it with like my mom and we chilled. How was your Halloween? Um, it was absolutely nothing. I mean, one of my roommates was very disappointed that there weren't a lot of trick-or-treaters. And I'm just like, nobody's going to risk their lives getting candy when you can buy it like 20,000% off the next, the next day. day. Like, And the parents are like, hey, girl, have all the candy you want. I love seeing people's costumes the family costumes on bravo and i love to see the people's creativity on how to give it to trick-or-treaters like through shoots and little bags instead of like you know putting your hand in candy because yeah. it may it, you know the fun thing about COVID is it really makes you re-examine how dirty we are everything <laughs> as is, a society yeah. you know but like, why are we just letting kids just like rummage their hands through someone else's <laughs> stuff that we don't know them you know what i mean like strangers on the street like here is your bowl. We don't know what they put in that bowl. We really don't know. And it's so crazy because back in the day, they used to actually put wild shit in those bowls. So the kids just like, trick or treat. Oh, look, Reese's. And it's like, we. I love to see the different creativity on how to kind of keep it clean, yeah. divide it up, things like that. But I spent it um, in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some food. That was nice. And I think at one point the service said like uh happy Halloween. I said, Oh, is it? Like I was very confused. <laughs> um, it doesn't feel like any holidays really it was a Saturday. Year, so it was right. a regular little Saturday. But I do feel bad for the kids because that's a great day to have Halloween. Like that's a fantastic like, day. Iconic. And then there like, was like a blue stay up all night. Ball. Eat all the candy and then go to sleep and then like not have to go to school the next day. That's amazing. What is your favorite holiday drink? My favorite holiday drink, mm-hmm. um, non-alcoholic, it's going to be, it's, it's, it's definitely a Starbucks-er. Um, I really enjoy, it's a caramel apple chai. So it's, mm-hmm. I love a chai tea latte moment. It's delicious. And then I love a caramel apple spice that they have. And it was recommended to me by a barista at my high school um, years ago. And I still drink it to this day. It's delicious. It's literally just combined the two things and it's like a little spicy with the chai and then it's very sweet with the caramel apple spice and it kind of comes together perfectly the fact that you said it was a moment i knew that shit was good mm-hmm. <laughs> a movement. Oh, yeah. a moment. what's your favorite thanksgiving dish um overall it's a very generic answer yeah because i'm black so we ain't from the sides it's mac never about juice. whatever the main the thing is for me it's always the side, though. Like, I love all the sides. I'll eat the collard greens. I'll eat the cabbage. I like the <laughs> stuffing. I like the mac and cheese. Oh I like God. the mashed potatoes. I, I like the green beans. 
I like them all. So I want a good old I southern really, I probably really will eat like the a plate of sides, and then the meat will come later. But it, it's definitely for me got to be between the mac and cheese and the cabbage. I love cabbage. Oh, oh my god! I actually recently had it mixed with greens. It was like cabbage and greens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's the laggest thing I've ever heard. Oh, yeah. It was wild. Listen, we live in South Florida. We live good. in Broward County, honey. Yeah, whenever really you good. go to a soul food restaurant, you have to, you see it, right? You mm-hmm. always get the mac and cheese. You're always like, okay, I got to have my starch. And then you're like, do I get cabbage or do I di- get collards? I don't yeah. know. What I always get collards. I'm sorry. I always <laughs> get cabbage and then I, and then I get collards. I, I like them all. It's, Mix I'm, it up. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> So what has been, if you can remember, your worst Christmas present? Um, I think it was the year I realized I started getting clothes. I was like, huh? Like as materialistic as I was as a kid, my parents would like give me some toys and all of a sudden it'd be like a sweater. And I'm like, I hope you don't expect me to have the same energy. Because I can't. <laughs> like, I don't oh know what you thought. And then when I started getting like very into labels and like designer Fashion. things which was early on uh, then it was this is not a this is not a purse so or this is not shoes so i don't really want it either <laughs> like again girl i don't want the sweatshirt like i don't want Legit. that <laughs> what is your favorite christmas movie my favorite christmas movie um i'm i'm definitely old school i like white christmas i like mm, that's um, old old school yeah that's yeah like no, black I, took and white film, old. I took a film class so film noir and old yeah. movies like in the 50s 60s those are my favorite types of movies um so white christmas is really great i think it's really funny um and then you know more current or present day i love an eloise at christmas time at the plaza I love that mm-hmm. one. I love Elf. Like I'm really true. Tra- I love all the Christmas movies. So I'm very traditional. I'll watch all the the like the normal general ones, like Jingle All the Way and stuff like that, like the yeah. day ones. And then I'll also watch all the Lifetime girls, like all the Hallmark, <laughs> the Hallmark girls for me. I <laughs> love the, the Hallmark moments. Let me tell you something. Whenever I see a Tory spelling, I know I'm a Christmas. I'm like, if I'm really about to watch a Tory spelling movie, like. Oh my gosh! She had one with Tia Mari. The like it was like they were the Mistletones on Mistletone. ABC. I'm say, I wanted, that is my shit. I was literally about to be like, if I say <laughs> the name, she might be like, oh, you know it, know it. And I was really not. <laughs> <laughs> what is the one with Vanessa Hudgens that we're waiting for? Oh, the princess, oh, the princess Switch. one. The princess Switch. Yes. Yeah, the, the sequel. The sequel too, and it's gonna be a third one. See, you I will know. watch all every like I'll watch every Christmas movie like all all of them. There's at one, least one. With um holiday and handcuffs, I think with like Melissa Joan Hart. I yeah. love that. It's yeah, I love them all. ABC Family movies are my favorite. I love those are like the original, like the she lifetime and everything. That countdown to Christmas, that t- thirty days or twenty five days to Christmas. Oh, oh, that's the time. I love a twenty five days until Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. So that was such a fun moment like i love your holiday choices i love your take on potomac because you did open my eyes to some things but we want you wonderful that's what i'm here for i like to influence (laughs) the girls in my mind i'm always right so whenever someone's like actually this person is wrong i'm like so let me tell you why that's not it and i'm gonna do it in such a kind way you don't even realize you're thinking differently welcome just like anytime (laughs) i see something about how candace is not is not different from the others i'm like well let's actually go through what she's done helps that i'm not abrasive with it like the girls are abrasive in the comments yeah it's too much and it it makes me not want to talk about it though like that's why i'm like i don't want to talk about the fight anymore i'm over it because you bitches are literally about to make me call you bitches so <laughs> i'm just like done with yeah. it but we are literally so close both you and i bravo wild black and at mixing with money we're both so close to 10k we are on our journey to 10k oh y'all so, are much closer to me honey i'm listen, like, don't expose I yourself am, no, i'm going down like wendy i'm going down the stairs like you know just don't a nice little saunter just saunter down slowly. <laughs> but you're the closest you've ever been. We've the closest that we've ever been. And it's gonna be so good to have that swipe up. So please tell your granny, your your dog, you know, any anyone, please follow both of us. <laughs> you follow us from the account that you stalk your boyfriend on. Just follow us, please. Please leave a review. Yeah. And uh leave a your review. Fail mommy podcast. blogger days, do that. <laughs> Not follow wait. from there. 
Okay. You know, every woman thinks that they're going to be a mom. But I don't going, even have it, kids and I want to be a mommy blogger. I'm like, let me, let do me it. create a I got recipes. Blog. I'm going to do it. But it's hard work because they got to be moms. So they're like, girl, I'm abandoning that. I'm just going to parent my kids. But from that account, <laughs> follow us. Yes. So your please. friend, your mommy friends, follow us at the mommy right. group, at the kids groups. Exactly. Absolutely. I want a mini cake. What are y'all doing for 10K? I want a mini cake that says 10K. I want to boomerang it and be like, we're going to get that. some food. We're going to get some food. We're going to celebrate. We're like, what we're going to some food. Yeah. Like, we're going to order some food. I'll probably like, like right now, for the first time, like in like three months, I have on makeup. I'll probably put on some makeup. I'll order me some soul food, take a picture, and do my first swipe up is like, I'm going to just link them back to my profile. Like, hey. Have you heard of us? <laughs> That's so smart. Like swipe up for a surprise for 10K. Like, like our very first <laughs> swipe it's, it's up. Us. You made the decision. It was the right one. <laughs> so shout yourself out. You have any announcements, anything you want the people to know? Let us know where we can find you. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much. And we love you. But go ahead. You have the floor. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. Literally, we got to do this like quarterly or something. Um you can listen to me anywhere you listen to this one. So right on after here, go on ahead and yep. head on over to Mixing with Moni in the search bar. Um, also, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Patreon by searching Mixing with Moni. That's M-I-X-I-N-G-W-I-T-H-M-A-N-I. And you heard it here. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys for listening. Please leave a review on Apple. Apparently, it's extremely like important. So, oh, girl, very. <laughs> <laughs> like we are just noticing that, and that's why really? we only have like oh, twenty six yeah, no. reviews. <laughs> it's the most important. It's how you end yeah. up on the charts, honey. If you like to see your face on the charts, you want your people to find your face, but you don't want to harass your people to right. listen to your face. Yeah. Leave a review. It's the best way to do it, especially in it's free. Like if you're like, girl, I want to do the Patreon, but I don't have $5 right. or, Hey, I would love to see you something, but I don't yeah. have it. Putting a, a little something, something there. It helps the algorithm. It tells ad- iTunes, you are the one. And it tells the advertisers that, you know, eventually the networks, you're someone I look out for. So help us help you help us. Thank you so much for putting it that way. And yeah. we have to go and brag about being Bravo influencers now. So we'll <laughs> catch you the next time. God bless you all because the election's coming up. And, you know, we just going to get through this together like we do everything else. Thank you. Bless your hearts.